to the Dr. VTech Show. This podcast is a long-form conversation hosted by Dr. VTech with the top guests in the world of esports. All from owners, pros, semi-pros, former pros, and content creators of many games. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome, welcome to the Dr. V Tech Show. Today we have a special guest. So I'm going to tell you right now, this guy is phenomenal. He's an MNK player on, on Halo. He is really, really good. He plays with a lot of pro players. He's also been into a lot of tournaments and a lot of uh, special events that the pros have uh, put out. And I'm going to tell you, this guy is tough. Very, very tough. I mean, he's so tough. When Thanos snapped his fingers, Thanos disappeared. I'm going to tell you, this guy is tough. So, guys, I'm happy to introduce to you a very good friend of mine, a longtime friend. I know him for quite some time, Accelerate. Accelerate, how you doing, man? Yeah, I'm doing fantastic. So, yeah, I've been in Halo for a while, but when Halo came to PC, you know, I decided to to make the switch to Sam and K and sort of you know, pave my own ground and learn how to play it specifically for that game because it, it really doesn't function much like any other game on the on the market. And it's been quite the journey, uh, working my way back up, relearning the, uh, the mouse and keyboard versus controller, and kind of helping others on that journey as well for a franchise that, even though it's been around for what's it like twenty years now, twenty one years, yeah, uh, it's been around forever. Is now just recently in support of M and K. Yeah, um, it's it's kind of rare to see somebody really, really good and talented as you are with M and K. It's it's uh, I don't know what why is it that it was never that friendly with M and K. Well, um, it, it, to be fair, it actually has been around a little bit. We had the the initial like Halo one and two on on PC, but th- back then for the early two thousands, PC gaming wasn't a big thing yet you know it wasn't to the whole uh it was like mid-teens Fortnite taking off all that stuff where you know pc saw that large spike and large adoption for you know the average household gamer uh i think in reality it's just that most people you know the, the developers were controller players the players were all controller players pc hadn't taken off yet uh xbox was not putting games on pc like i think they might have had like a couple here and there but not nearly anything as today. It just kind of didn't fit the gaming landscape. You know, PC was incredibly niche. Everyone had consoles back then. Everyone was either PlayStation or Xbox. There was no reason to even put it on PC from a business standpoint. Yeah, I can Yeah, I noticed that because Halo came out. That was that's the the game that made uh, Xbox really oh, yeah. popular. Yeah. And, um, I mean, I bought it, <laughs> I, mm-hmm. I bought that game. I loved it. Uh, Halo, uh, what was it? Halo evolved, right? That's how it was called. But combat evolved. Yeah. Combat evolved. Yeah. It was fun, man. I, 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 I loved what I really loved about that game was the storyline. And I will never forget the flood, you know, that's a, a scene in that uh 
when all those little parasites start coming around and you just got to like shoot and start killing and, and, and running off. It's like the storyline was, I mean, phenomenal, phenomenal storyline. And it made yeah, it really I was, interesting. Uh, I was a PlayStation guy, believe mm. it or not. Um, uh, my brother, I used to play on my brother's consoles. He had a PlayStation, PlayStation one, and then I bought my own PlayStation two. And I was playing like all the Star Wars Battlefronts, like those those classic games everyone from that time period had. Uh, and then I got to experience Halo by going over to a friend's house. And mm. like in my at the time, I was like, okay, my PlayStation 2 is starting to go. I'm going to get a PlayStation 3. I think at the time, uh, online play was free. Everything just made sense. Like I've had it up until this point. Let's get the next one. And it was literally just that game alone where I was like, you know, I've heard about Xbox. And I really like this game. Like I might, I might switch to the other side. And I did it. I ended up switching, and my life has been insanity and 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 lucky since then. So Halo is definitely it for me. Now, how come you never? I mean, you're you're really, really, really good. I've seen you play. I mean, you're phenomenal. How come you never gone into the uh, the pro scene? So originally, um, I was slated to my mechanical skills were developing like incredibly fast. I'm still only on like my fourth year of M and K. Like it's not like compared to a lot of the veterans in the scene who've been playing for, you know, seven, nine, ten years. I'm still relatively new. Um, but I was it was definitely I was developing to the point where I could tell something was a bit special there. Um, I noticed like I wasn't struggling with things like my peers were and I was accelerating literally half the time. Uh, I was signed to an org uh, when Infinite was being made and coming out. I was originally supposed to go into the pro scene, but in order to do that, I had to drop out of a lot of uh, like community programs I was part of. So prior to mm-hmm. that, um, when I was like streaming and, and playing Halo and kind of building myself up, I was also working uh, on things on 343 side, uh, not you know for the company, but alongside the company. And I had to sort of drop out of a lot of those programs to become competitively eligible. Mm-hmm. And yeah, because it will Halo, create a conflict of interest. Yeah, yeah. Like you can't you can't help produce the game and also compete. Like that just doesn't work. You know? Yeah, it's a huge conflict of interest. Um, so the game came out and we were going to do it. And what we were quickly discovering was that the scene was very rejecting of an MK player. Um, wow. and I mean, rightfully so when the game first came out, it was a genuine struggle to be MK. All the MK players, even the top 100 were scoring accuracy values and, you know, damage per minute, like not well below, but it, you know, there's a noticeable gap between the inputs um, and it kind of caused this stigma where when my org was scouting players, um, the players would be like, oh, you guys have a mouse keeper player. Like, no, we don't, I'm, I'm good. I'll, I'll keep my options open. So mm-hmm. it, was a, it was definitely a tough point. And it got to the point where I was watching players that were definitely better than me at the time, because when the game first came out, there wasn't the whole like aim assist thing on M and K like we got in year two. It was just, you know, the product of your play was your aim and that alone. So you got to see like some of those like really genuinely God gifted players, like kind of push through. 
Mm-hmm. And I was watching people better than me. And I knew they were better than me. Just say like, you know, I can't do it. I'm dropping out, going to Overwatch, going back to CSGO, going back to all, whatever they were going back to or, or changing to. And I was like, I don't think this is the journey for me right now. Um, and then Raleigh came around, which was HCS's first land for Halo Infinite. And players were reporting their mouse and keyboard weren't, they, they weren't working when plugging into the consoles or into the dev consoles. You know, they're playing on like crooked fold out tables, steel chairs. I'm like, this is not one, not only does the game not support mouse and keyboard to the same degree as Dust Controller, uh, but the land scene, the HCS circuit, is not accommodating to those players. And there's pictures of like people from the first land like sitting on their legs so they can like get high enough on the desk to play right. Like it's just not a wow, very, it's like very unprofessional. Yeah, it's 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 now if you're a controller player, all you need is you know, you you put your elbows on your knees, you lock in, you're good. You don't yeah. need much, but like, you know, as a as a mouse keyboard player, you gotta have a little more uh, in terms of Man. an accommodating setup to like genuinely play your best and like kind of keep that level ground. And I was like, I don't see the the official side of things really accommodating the players. The game doesn't accommodate the players. This isn't really a good environment and endeavor for me to pursue. So I kind of had the choice of like, do I fight through this or do I go back to the programs I left, which those doors were open. You know, that was made very clear when I made the switch, like, Hey, you know, you are free to come back at any point, let us know. And, um, I just kind of made the decision of like, well, you know, all the pros, once they're done, they end up becoming creators anyway. I can choose to pursue that avenue and not, you know, fight my way in an uphill battle in a pro scene that doesn't want me and a, a company that doesn't accommodate me. Like, it's just not the right thing for this franchise. So I ended up just kind of, kind of ditching that plan and just going all effort in and being a creator. And I think that's why. Uh, that's really why I play so well is I've kept a lot of those competitive, like sort of the integrity and the mindset to like little things I do. And even though I play like social playlists now where like, I don't really need a lot of them, it still helps me kind of push beyond all the sweaty casuals. Cause I have that, like a little bit of the experience, but I use it in a way where, you know, I'm a creator first. So. Yeah. Um, for those that don't know, he uh, Accelerate has a Twitch channel. Phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal. I uh, highly recommend you go visit. Uh, I, I when I see you play and and I see you do these um, these battles, I I tell myself I say to myself I'm like man, geez, uh, you know one guy on mouse and keyboard and you're going against so many people and you're just out there just destroying. And, and I find it that you're having fun because mm-hmm. a lot of these guys are playing, you know, rank matches or they're doing, you know, and they're not, and I see them frustrated and, and not having fun, but I see you on your end, you're doing your own thing and you're just having fun. And I believe that if you weren't going to have fun on the pro scene, but you're having fun now, I, all kudos to you, you know? Yeah, it was uh, that was also part of it was um, a lot of players were experiencing, especially with the initial true skill to a matchmaking system of ranked. A lot of players around launch were experiencing a lot of, you know, feeling under the weather, depression. It was a very rough landscape for most people. 
who were like, you know, either trying to compete or just trying to work on their skills in matchmaking. Um, and I remember, so the game came out, it was in November and we, we, we took a small break to play campaign in December. And then I think it was January. Um, I remember turning off my PC after, you know, my standard four hours of rank and just going like, man, I don't feel good. I feel very heavy. I'm, I'm, I'm not happy for the mm. four hours I just played. And, you know, previous to the, the competition, I was a like social players player. I played a lot of BTB on MCC. So, you know, I already had the experience of like playing four hours a night, every night, playing the fun playlists and playing with other people and, and building connections. I was like, this is such a, a contrasting experience and it doesn't feel any better. I don't feel any more um, like personally filled. I, I forget, I'm forgetting the term, but yeah, it just wasn't really doing anything for me. And again, of all the issues we talked about with HCS circuit not being accommodating the game as well. I was just like, this, like, this has to change. Like, I, I know I'm going to end up being one of those people that just kind of drops out and falls off the map one day if, if I don't change something. So. Yeah. Yeah. So now, now you're doing, now you just dedicated 100% on, um, content, uh, creation. Now mm -hmm. I'm always meaning to ask you, you have something on, I thought you were part of the dev group or part of, you know, uh, part of, uh, well, three, four, three, because on your, on your Twitch channel says, uh, Halo, uh, community monitor or something like that. Mm -hmm. So what does that mean? <clears throat> uh, it's intentionally vague. Okay. I'll say that because I'm not, I don't work for the company. I am not paid by oh, okay. three for three. Like I can go out on Twitter and be like, this decision is horrible, you know, and that doesn't impact any sort of income or position. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, but I'm also not just like some guy wandering around the community, just kind of like hoping they listen to me. Um, just kind of, you know, shouting into the void. It's uh, the original things that I focused on, which was what, helped me in my upbringing halo was uh moderation so quite literally like being a mod uh either it was twitch or discord or halo waypoint rip um and then it sort of expanded from there i am I'm, I'm trying to think of what i like can and cannot acknowledge um i was part of the reclaimers which was an mcc group uh we helped give them feedback to make mcc better um and then later on, Pilots, which is the same program, but for Infinite, uh, what I do in those, can't really explain, but that's basically, you know, we're there to help them uh, with, you know, really good feedback, and we detail it and all that good stuff. Uh, and there's a couple other programs that are not public that I cannot acknowledge, but mm -hmm. realistically, it's, it's I'm, if I could sum it up in one sentence, I'm a good, trusted friend of the company because okay. we have a mutual love of halo that goes beyond things like clout or income. Yeah. Yeah. I, I noticed that, uh, um, a lot of these guys kind of like uh, look up to you. They also, uh, admire your opinion. I also notice you don't, you don't, uh, trash the org or anything, the company or whatever, you know, and, and bash it down. 
I I always tell these guys, no matter what game, if you're into Halo, Rainbow, or or you're into Counter Strike, don't trash it real hard because the devs are out there, and and if you want to be anything part of the part of that company, you know, you got to gain their trust and their respect, you know. And then I and I see that that you always always positive there's things that you don't agree then you just don't agree but you obviously always talk positive and you always think forward and that's a good thing no wonder they they trust you you know so yeah the one thing i always try to tell people and it's mainly like when i'm coaching other creators um the secret to that specifically like not trashing the game you can be you can say the same exact stuff like you can say you hate a decision you can say a decision was dumb but you have to understand how to properly word it like Correct. someone who's civil an adult like rather than saying like oh man they took out this map who who's even working on this game they deserve to be fired you could easily say the same exact thing but just say i really liked that map i really wish they wouldn't have removed it how do people feel? You know, maybe ask questions. How do you guys feel about it? Or like, I hope in the future the map returns because on the developer side, that's the same exact feedback. If anything, that's more valuable feedback. Okay, yeah. he's upset with the removal. He wants it back. Let's see how many other people agree with this. The guy who's just angrily tweeting into the void, hoping you know people get fired or is calling people dumb. That's not valuable feedback at all. No, whatsoever. But you can, yeah. again, like you can say those same exact things. You can express those concerns. Like it's like a lot of people have that misconcern of like, oh, well, you know, he just doesn't say anything negative about the game. You can very easily say the same exact stuff you want to say. You just have to understand how to say it in a way that's civil. Yeah, I, I agree with you 100%. There's ways to say things. You could say, um, you know, I totally don't agree with this decision. I wish they would. Uh, uh, would have sent out a vote. That's what I was. I say a lot. I yeah. wish they put put out a vote, had the fans decide, and see what the fans like. Hopefully, you know they return it. But I totally don't don't agree with it. Um, a lot of pro players they bypass all that. They bypass that and they'll just speak out their opinions and tell, "Oh, this is trash. This is horrible. Freaking hate this game." You know, and then. You know, you know, and and I and I say to myself, you know, that's not good. One because it it doesn't show professionalism, but then on the other hand, they they could go other ways to to say it, but not that cruel. Mm-hmm. Also, also, it 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 doesn't help you as a content creator as a pro player because people try they see that you're trying to take advantage of your position to put on a statement and and it's not good because now the the game the company would probably they made it made a thought of you in the future to do something with you but for you trashing to trashing them like that now they're not going to do it yeah, and you're and, I mean, it, it's understandable and it's, it's not excusable, but it is understandable when players and creators kind of lash out like that. 
uh, it's often in the position of like, oh, well, you know, I've been bringing attention to this. It's been a year, two years, five years. Nothing's happened. You know, like the frustration will build over time. Um, I think a lot of creators and professionals just need to invest in ways to vent that or just understand that maybe like, like one of the big things for me is understand what topics are not worth acknowledging. So like for me as an MK player, uh, I believe personally that mass keyboard has kind of been neglected a little bit in Halo. We haven't really had much tuning to it. it hasn't been an update in a very long time on it. Um, and I have learned in myself that the more I talk about that, the more irritated I get. I'll even like if someone asks a question on stream and I talk about it for too long and go in too in depth, I'll get irritable. I'll start getting mad when when people kill me in game. Like it, it'll sort of tank my emotions. So like one of the big things I kind of picked up uh, in my years of creation was you know learn what topics are worth your time and energy mm-hmm. and know which ones to avoid because they'll they'll get at you because a lot of times especially in an environment where you feel you're neglected by the development team, like you're not, like they're not listening or, or no one's acknowledging the problem publicly, privately, whatever. Uh, sometimes the best way to maintain your cool is to avoid it, which, you know, in real life, that's like a terrible thing to do. But in the world of gaming creation, sometimes it's best to just, you know, take the ignorance as bliss route. And that was like one of the biggest things picking up as a creator for me. Yeah, I, I, uh, to be really honest, it's, it's, it's biting your tongue, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yep. learn to, to bite your tongue, learn to, to just talk to yourself or just take out your anger off, offline. Don't tweet about it. I mean, to be really honest, I had to do that so much and before getting picked up by wildcard, you know, I come to find out there were they were checking on me mm-hmm. and, and then, uh, I, I didn't know, you know, one of the, one of the, one of the guys in the, in the org, they go, Oh yeah, we know, we know about you. I, 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 uh, I asked around about you. I'm like, Oh gosh, <laughs> you know, I'm like, really? The goes, references, yeah. Yeah. I'm checking you out. All I heard was good things. I was like, Oh, good. So I could imagine, I mean, I'm sure. You know, they checked my Twitter account or X, what you call it now, and they must have scrolled and look all the stuff that I said or, or said anything towards, uh, um, you know, Rainbow Six Siege, which I'm I'm mainly on now, and and they must see, you know, what are the things I've been saying because they look at all that stuff. They trust me. They they oh, look yeah. at everything, and. Everything went with flying colors, and they were like, "Hey, uh, how you like to be part of the org?" I'm like, "Phenomenal! Let's do this!" Yeah, congrats, by the way. Oh, thank you, man. Thank you. So it's 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 fun. There are some things like I don't agree uh, with, like like anything. You 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 go, you get a job, and you have this job, and 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 you like it. But there's some things you don't like. You probably don't like the hours that put you, you know, for your lunch break. You know, you, you want to change it. Um, or if you get 30 minutes and you feel like you deserve an hour. So there's some things within the org uh, I don't 
you know, like, wow, you know, totally 100%. You know, I leave a feedback. I talk to my manager and leave a feedback. Hey, I wish this could be improved or I wish we could do this, you know, and that's basically it. I won't trash talk them and nor I will put that out on, on Twitter Just and stuff like feedback. that, you know, yeah. you know, cause I want to, I want to progress because you have to lead it an example because if, if you're a very toxic person and you're, uh, don't lead as an example or leave a good uh, rapport, you know, a, a, a positive note with the organization you're in. These owners, they know each other. A lot of a lot of these guys don't know. They the owners know each other throughout the industry. They all are fr- majority. They're all friends, and they all talk. And one of them will say, "Hey, you got that player that just left your team." How is he? He's a good player, but he's very toxic. I oh, don't worry. I don't want him. They don't care if you're freaking renegade or you're freaking uh, <laughs> top, you know, <laughs> uh, top, yeah. yeah, number one, top five player. They don't care. They won't pick you up. And these, and I, and, and, and the Halos, you know, kind of like, one of the things that I don't agree with Halo Pro Scene is that they like to recycle their players, a lot of the pro players. So one pro player leaves, he goes to another org, and they just switch back and forth. And a lot of these new players that are out there, they're dying to come in, and they're really good or just as good as them. They don't get the opportunity because it's friends recruiting friends. I kind of like that's That was a whole topic I had with uh, Persecute when he was on, on the podcast. Yeah, I've seen. And, uh, I, I get to sometimes because I follow so few people on Twitter, my feed will often get filled with like random community members and tweets that gain like weird amounts of traction. That's a big point of like conversation that I see from time to time, especially from the smaller guys, is they feel like they cannot. It has no. It has nothing to do with how you play. It feels like more of a battle of who you know. Which was a big yeah. thing that I think you, you know what the sauna is. There's like a sort of like a pro am slash professional Discord where they would all get together, play like money and stuff like that. Uh, a big reason that kind of fell out was it quickly became a like, can I get into this group? Can I play with these guys? And it, it sort of became like a popularity contest more than like a housey play Halo. Correct. Yeah, it's 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 um it's a big issue and that's one of the things that I seen in in Halo. That's why I'm going to be really honest, I drifted away from from Halo because what I saw a lot going through in in the in the pro scene. And when I start seeing the players being recycled meaning that player just left that team and that he's been a pro for like eight years nine years he's getting older and then they then he goes to another org from another org to another org i'm like my goodness and then i saw for an example persecute that he should have been picked up a long time ago should have been in the pro scene a long time ago never had the opportunity you got Article back in the days when he was in his prime should have been picked up a long time ago. And it's all like a very weird 
thing, you know, and I kind of wish, and I'll tell you this about the same thing I told what I told uh, Chris persecute. I wish there's a, a league like they do in rainbow rainbow has a, a basically what's called a challenger league, which is oh, no yeah, more. Yeah. Okay. That is basically like saying college football. Mm-hmm. You're in that college football. There in that college football, there's their teams. If you do good at the end, guess what? There's drafts. So you're going to get picked up by a pro team. That's how it is in rainbow. You're good within that section that what we call tier tier two. Then you go to tier one, which is the pros. So they have their own, you know, competitions and et cetera. How, that's how basically it goes. So, but in Halo, you don't. <laughs> Halo, you got to go to land. You got to go with your friends or whoever you're playing with. It does not do good. Doesn't go up, you know, rank up then you're basically doomed. Yeah, because, you're, either, you're either in or you're out. Yeah, there's it's, no it, contenders, there's no challengers. Yeah. It's exactly. But on the other thing, they don't judge you by your performance alone. I see a lot of times they judge you by your team. Oh, well, you guys lost. Okay, but I had a positive KD and I did freaking phenomenal. I yeah. carried the guys. They don't care. Oh, well, you didn't make it a top five. I know. I, my my players are not the same, so they they kind of don't care about that. They're just gonna go ahead and and uh, dismiss you because of that, and then not go by your individual performance. Yeah, there's a, it, there's a little bit of validity in that, just with like in Halo specifically, because um, there's always the argument of like you can be the most mechanically gifted player if you don't know how to play with three other people like you don't know like is your your setup and your team play will easily win nine out of ten times over mechanics so there's always the argument of like well even if you are a great player if you can't uh if you can't sort of push cohesion with your teammates and really work together like there is some argument to that but what we see in the halo scene a lot of times is too much of a reliance on like what's his personality does he know these people and what's his placings and nothing to do with like how he or she is playing. Yeah. Yeah. And I th- yeah, it's exactly. And then who do you know? Who are your friends with? Yep. You know, and then, and it's very hard for these guys to vouch because I asked or uh, quite a few of these pros don't mention names. Said, would you vouch for persecute? Oh no, he still had lots to learn. I'm like, listen, dude. <laughs> <laughs> he plays better than you. He's better than you. I'm willing to vouch that. And and you know, unfortunately, there's not like a one v one because the one v ones don't kind of like justify. But still, it's like I, it's it's just I just it, it came to a point for me that I was like, okay, I'm I'm done with this. I'm I'm frustrated. I'm out. I'm out, I'm out, I'm out. I don't like it. And <laughs> excuse me. Once I saw saw that happening, I'm like I'm I'm done. I don't want to be 
that much involved no more. You know, I'll stay, I'll, you know, hang out with my friends or play with them if I can and and just get that headache out of the way. Because yeah. I, I, I was just getting frustrated because I, I, I was waiting. I was like, these guys should have been picked up. Why is an article being picked up? Why didn't, you know, um, uh, you know I remember one that time when uh, article w- was playing with Remy and you were playing with. Um, oh, yeah. The uh, Space Station 2v2. Yeah. I was Space with, Station. Uh, I was with Tommy. I was with Lucid. You were with Lucid. Lucid was the number one. And I saw how Article performed. He outperformed Remy. Yeah, I, I remember. Um, I remember. I text. So I was. Ubernick was. He's part of Space Station. He helped organize that and make the teams and all that. And he tried to make it pretty fair. So like, I got the best guy because I was on M and K. Because at the time it was like a significantly weaker input. We didn't have aim assist yet, so the logic was like, well, the worst guy in the tournament. You know, give him the pro. I think he kind of missed a little bit because the controller players, like the other creators, were like, some of them were like platinums. So I mm-hmm. think a little bit of misjudge there. But um, I texted him after. I was like, dude, that Ramy article combo, that wasn't a pro and a creator. That was that was two pros. And he goes, yeah, I think I messed up with that one. Like article was, article was a very good player. He's playing his heart out probably just as well as his, you know, pro pairing was playing. Yeah. Oh, he. Pl- I. I saw the content. I saw everything. He. He outperformed. He. He. He played better than Remy, and and most in a, a lot of the occasions. Yeah. And not to, to discredit Remy. Remy did good, but I saw how how Article did, and even how Article performed against Lucid. I was like, wait one second. He just dismantled him a whole a bunch of times. And right after that, I messaged somebody and I said, do you think he's going to get picked up now? This person told me, I don't doubt that he would get picked up. He should be picked up like in no time. He said, I give it a week after what we saw today. He's going to get picked up. Never happened. That's yeah. when I said to myself, you know what? I'm done with the Halo Pro scene. This is all, all in my opinion, this is all freaking dirty. This is all about friends, recruiting friends. He will never get picked up. It is done. And that's when I, I, I gave up. I went back to Rainbow. Yeah, I, uh, I'm pretty impartial. I'd say I'm not quite at that point where i have like a pretty strong dislike for hcs but my my gripes are more of just like the the cumulative um opinion on how ranks should operate how hcs should operate uh like the sandbox that's in use like more of the literal gameplay elements Mm -hmm. Um, hcs just genuinely doesn't really entertain me to the degree it does other people to the point where a lot of times I like what I've been doing um, is, you know, I'm, I'm live six to seven days a week uh, playing Halo, playing social playlists and building with like the casual community when a regional comes around and all the like partner streamers get on, they all stream, they get drops and buries all the other creators. I will literally just not stream for like two, three days, like during the regionals, I'll just go do other stuff, like take care of, you know, real life things outside of content creation because i'm like i i'm not entertained by these tournaments 
Uh, there's a couple of pros I like, but most of them, I don't either know these people or I don't like them. I don't like watching the gameplay. Like I like it genuinely, the scene just does not do anything for me sort of in the same mindset. Yeah. I, and, and to be honest, that's going a lot. A lot of fans now are having the same mindset. Um, they're looking up more to content creation and uh, looking more into content creators doing their thing than into going to the pro, looking at the pro scene. And you could ask, a lot of times I ask, do you know who so-and-so is? And they're like, no, who's that? Well, he's a pro player. Well, I don't watch pro. Mm-hmm. And I go, really? And I go, why not? I said, nah, they're just a bunch of high ego people. I just don't like it. <laughs> I'm like, okay. So but, a lot of people don't are not really into the pro scenes that much. Yeah, I think that's statistically, I think it's pretty standard across most games. It's like most of the casuals, especially ever since uh, I think Siege is one of the big proponents of that is a lot of people are like, stop balancing the game around pros and, and that and then you know they sort of they uh a divide sort of happens and i think call of duty that really hit like a breaking point recently where they're like the pros keep getting stuff ga just play and halo had sort of that that fallout as well uh and they you know the, the casuals don't want the game catered to the pros the pros don't want the game catered to casuals it causes a big divide so it, it, it kind of happens a lot more nowadays where a lot of people genuinely just don't even pay attention to pro play like i'm, I'm a, I, I play siege uh it's like my off stream game like I'm mm-hmm. somewhere in the diamond usually, like doing pretty okay. Diamond, jeez, that's freaking good. <laughs> I uh, I'm, I'm like I like teeter around like the the like high emerald, low diamond. I don't think I've ever been champ, so I'm not like you know top top tier. But well, you mean you mean high diamond, low emerald because it's plat, emerald, and diamond. Yeah, yeah, Yo. that's the that's the. Yeah, I forgot what I said, but yeah, it's like right on the tier yeah. between like emerald, diamond. I think like right now I just dropped down like emerald one, but I was diamond for most of the season. Uh, and like, I have no idea who any of the siege pros are because for me, I'm like most regular players where I just get on, I just play with my boys. We have a ball and you know, then I go to gym. It's like, while a lot of the changes and stuff are dictated towards the top end, it's just not something I care about. I'm not invested in the game to that point. And I don't want to be a pro. I don't like playing pros. I don't like playing the crazy <laughs> mozzie roni spammers. Like I just want to play and have fun and like revolver people as Montana. Yeah. You know, so it's like a lot of people are like that across most scenes nowadays where they're like, I just want to get on and I want to either play by myself and have fun, play with my friends and have fun, just socially play. And you know, that divide which which that on its own is a good topic of like what how can that divide be kind of remerged? But yeah, it seems to be getting more and more standard that a lot of people just don't really care about pro scenes anymore. People are kind of esports out. I think especially after like the big Fortnite stuff happened. What what uh, what happened with the Fortnite? What? Uh, well, just like the lots of I'm trying to think back. Um, Fortnite went so hard into esports. Uh, in terms of like the game catering more and more to like you know speeding up building and and having the open cups and balance changes happening based on what the pros wanted and all that like that was a big they were one of the first games to like really push for like a competitive scene um 
And then years later, you know, no build comes around and you see all these people go like, oh my gosh, this is way better. And a huge divide suddenly happens between all the people who are like crazy, you know, 90 crankers going like, oh, you guys are just bad. Go play no build. And all the no build people going like, well, this is way better. You stay in your little sweaty mode. I'm going to play over here where it's like, you know, a little more low down, a little more fun. And then it just, it continues to sort of spiral. Because around that same time, or sometime before that, depending on what game, like Halo, I think it was a little before that, Halo 5, people were like, man, I don't like this Halo being an eSporty developed game. Every gun is hit scan. There's all the team skins and HCS sets and like all the maps are getting changed based on what the pros want. I just want to play like a good campaign and a good multiplayer. And it's sort of like the industry over like a three to five year stretch. Uh, that just happened repeatedly. You know, all pe- siege players are like, why are you reworking this gadget? It was great. And yeah. you know, the feedback they give in a dev blog is like, well, at the pro league, it sucked. Like a big one was like Tachaka and how all the casuals yeah. loved to like sit on the turret for the meme. And the devs are like, well, yeah, but past like platinum, not even but, like high gold, it doesn't work. You know, yeah. just little changes where like it in that like for that specific example, like that made sense. You know, you gotta have a you gotta have the ops usable for everybody at all skill levels. But it's like just that happening industry wide just caused a big divide more and more, which again just looks back into like a lot of people just don't care. They don't want to care. They want their game to be fun for their skill level and they don't like when things are changed for people that are better than them. Not as like a not as like That's, a way to talk down on them, but yeah. Yeah. It's true. It's true. I mean, right now, um, they did they did some changes that I did not agree. I was very upset. I voiced my opinion to Ubisoft, and and I said, "Listen, there's two things you did. I I don't agree with whatsoever, and I am not gonna be streaming this game no more." I haven't streamed the game in a long time. Um, and, I, you know, I, yeah, I do play it once in a while here and there, but don't stream it. I haven't, I haven't streamed because I've been dedicated more into podcasting and moderating for, for, for a lot of these pro players. So um, I, uh, I decided because they did, they went ahead and they eliminated unranked they they uh it's called like standard now i was playing a little bit of that yeah, last night that's it's i'm gonna tell you right now it has me and a whole bunch of people upset about it because rainbow is suffering a lot with uh with cheaters and um and these people are wall hacking and cheating and etc well, cheaters don't go and play unranked or they don't like to be playing casual or anything like that because their goal is to get the champ charm, make sure they make champ. For those that don't know, because I'm sure a lot of people are listening are from the Halo <laughs> Halo field, uh, champ is like Onyx, and that's the highest rank you could get. I'd say so, probably higher, yeah. yeah. Champ, so, champ is probably equivalent to the champ we used to have, like top top dogs yeah it's 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 the top so the the 
so the community, a lot of them liked unranked because you basically playing ranked. But if you're going against a cheater, you won't worry because if you lose, it won't affect you. It won't affect your rank. You won't drop down. Or if you're placed with somebody that is not up to your same skill level, if you lose, don't worry about it. You won't drop. If you yeah. win, you take the win, take the W, enjoy, have a good time, and keep on playing. And on rank was the same thing. You could pick and ban maps. You could pick and ban, uh, pick and ban operators, and just go on it, like if it was a rank match. But you, there's no, there's no, uh, you know, no, nothing's going to jeopardize yeah. you exactly. Uh, which, by the way, I wish that uh, Halo had some uh, pick and ban maps and weapon power weapons, but that's a. <laughs> That's another thing. That'd be, I never thought about that in a Halo context, like having a voting of like, is it skewer? Is it rockets? Is it snipe? Yeah. Oh, let's take. I will. I will. I'll be the first person to eliminate the darn sword. <laughs> I will be the. Let's ban the sword because on the on on the Halo side, they the guys, the pro players, would have to go into a gentleman's agreement. Mm-hmm. And that gentleman agreement, it's like, okay, we won't use this. What was that gun that they, they, it was so overpowered um, that they, well, finally it was 343 say, okay, we're going to take it out. Um, I forgot Is the this name. Is it infinite or in Halo 5? An infinite. It was the one that it's like a whole bunch of barrels, like, it's like a mini, mini shotgun. I forgot what it is. The mangler? I think it was the mangler. It was it was a problem because one shot plus a melee, so it basically made it like a close quarters shotgun. But it was Correct. supposed to be like a three shot CE Boom. Magnum archetype, yeah. And so a lot of these pros, when they either scrim each other or when they're in tournaments, they will do the gentleman's agreement. Okay, we will not use this weapon. We won't use it. So they come to the this called what they call the gentleman's agreement. Now. Why cannot they just make pick and ban power weapons then and make it a lot easier? Take a vote like they do in Rainbow. We'll voting. We'll vote this map out. We'll vote this map. We'll play one of your best maps. You play one of our best maps. Make it fair and square. And then, uh, you know, they don't have that for, for Halo. And then yeah, I don't do know if I would want it to be like a pick your weapon system. If it's like, do we do rocks? Do we do snipe? Or if it's like a the worst of these three. I feel On like the in power Halo, weapons. Yeah, I feel like in Halo it'd probably be better to do like a pick system because if you have like like if it's like, okay, what weapons do you want on the map and it's snipe, rocks, sword, everyone's just gonna ban the sword because they either want rockets or snipe. So it'd be like the more I think the more competitive option would be like, okay, is rockets catering to us and we pick that? Or is it snipe and we pick that and they, they sort of, you know, take the pick on it and empower what speaks to them the best rather than being like, well, what's the worst of these three? Because in Halo, with how unique the sandbox is, you know, it's not like Siege where there's 30 ops and there's a lot of redundancy. There's very, at least an infinite that has been different in past games. With infinite, there's very little redundancy. Mm. Yeah. Now, you, you, you say you, you play... You play uh, Rainbow mm-hmm. as well. 
I'm gonna. I should. I should hook you up with one of my friends. That he's a he's a professional skateboarder. I'm gonna try to bring him on the show. Uh, one of these days, um, I'll hook you up with him. He plays really, really good. He, casual player, has fun, and uh, I'll hook you up with him. He's a really, really nice guy. Yeah, I've been playing Siege since my console days. I played that back in my senior year of high school. I think it was black ice was the season i came into it i think i watched beta gameplay back then but i didn't actually like play it Um, black ice is when i came in in year one and i've basically stuck to it since there's been like maybe like a season or two in a row where we would like me and the guys would like take off play a different game but that's pretty much been like i always end up back on that at some point you know every couple months every year it's been a been a long time i think uh i have a lot of like year one cosmetics and i'm like level 240 something i think which isn't like insanely high like i don't play every day all the time every month all year but definitely put in a lot of time in that over my almost decade of play at this point yeah i'm 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 basically the same almost getting into the 300s because i stopped playing uh for some time when infinite came out and uh also when i made the switch to to pc from console i was on the xbox and i went to pc so yeah i stopped playing it for for some time and then i got back into it so because with rainbow when you're playing on computer you you got to play you know it's recommended (laughs) mouse and keyboard if you use controller you pretty much have to once you hit a certain point yeah yeah, I mean, yeah, you could play controller on console, fine, but if you're gonna go in against M and K players, you you you're gonna you really gotta be really good and have experience. I still use controller on PC. I, I it's because I've been so many years, and I'm in my 40s, so I uh, I have to I, I try to to change and and. And it's completely like horrible for me. So I, I had to change my game style. Figure out I had obligated. I'm 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 going to be a support player. I can't be you know an entry you know and all this stuff. You know I I gotta or a flex. I'm I'm going to have to on on rainbow have to be support. Be an entry on a controller is going to be you're going to die really quick. You're not going to go nowhere. First I struggled very strongly uh when i first came to pc because that was the first game like having put so much time in when i first came came to mouse keyboard i was like i'm gonna play siege like this is this is gonna be awesome and -hmm. just struggled immensely like mechanically you have to have fine motor skills developed to play that game yeah at like a certain point like past a certain skill level and i was genuinely struggling it wasn't until uh i went and played a lot of overwatch and halo and other games to develop like both macro and micro aiming skills on mouse and keyboard where I was actually able to to come back to Siege and then genuinely enjoy it to its fullest with a mouse and keyboard. It was it was a big mistake for me to like try to jump into that game right out mm. the gate on PC, first mouse and keyboard ever, and like just kinda drop the ball on all fronts. I couldn't even like vault over doorways. Like I didn't have the skills yet. I just had the excitement. Yeah, it was definitely a learning experience. Of some games are not great to learn mouse keyboard on and to develop your skills on, and and I think Siege is one of those. It's great for developing like the finer skills once you're already there, but when you're just coming over, 
the hurdle there is is pretty insane to try and change inputs on the PC. Yeah. There's there's some people I asked that question. I had the the not too long ago uh the coach of uh t- uh the oxygen and he was explaining when he had a transition from console to to PC the way he learned mouse and keyboard was with was with rainbow and i i was like really why and he says because rainbow is a, l- a little bit more slower than for him to go into overwatch or counter-strike it's a much faster paced games and uh it's a since it was a lot more slower because you know you got to camp you got you could you could camp and and you don't <laughs> get <laughs> you don't get well uh you know, burn for it. Uh, but he said he, 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 he found it much easier than to, to try to learn it playing call of duty or Overwatch mm-hmm. or games like that are really fast paced. So I, I kind of saw that point, but I, myself, I'm like you trying it on rainbow mouse and keyboard. It was just, it was remotely like impossible for me. It was really, really hard. Now that you do Halo, mouse and keyboard on Halo, that's also a fast-paced game. And you you play now Rainbow for you, I'm, I assume now it's a lot easier. Oh, yeah. The, uh, the, it's funny because I will often argue the complete opposite of um, what the gentleman you're telling me about, like he likes it slower. Yeah. Um, when a lot of people come into my stream when I'm playing Halo and they're like, hey, any tips for learning MK? Like, I'm just starting out. I'm like, dude, go play like Overwatch, go play Halo, go play, you know, a lot of these other games. Honestly, even Halo is kind of like in the middle of the road. I honestly Correct. don't like strongly recommend it for developing. Overwatch is the big one. Um, I always say, like, stay away from things like Siege, stay away from things like Apex, Fortnite, any kind of mm-hmm. battle royales, because all when you're trying to develop, downtime is wasted time. Because it's if in Siege, you might sit there for two and a half minutes, anchoring an objective, securing a sightline, holding a pixel peak. Correct. The actual like test of your skills is that small 250 to 450 millisecond engagement. Versus <laughs> yeah, that attacker, so versus that defender, like that's it. That half yeah. second is the only time you're going to learn if what you're doing is right, or if you're going to like get the feedback and execute on it. Meanwhile, if you go to uh, again, I'll use Overwatch as the example because that's a pretty expansive game in terms of the type of engagement you can get. You know, you're constantly for minutes on end in fights, like because of the healers, because of the tanks. Like fights can sustain themselves for several minutes at a time. Usually, they're only like. 15 to 30 seconds that's Mm -hmm. still you know multiple double digit times the length of a fight in siege of a fight in PUBG, of a maybe apex but you know like that you don't want to waste time you want to spend as much time as you can fighting people tracking people flicking to people because if you're doing that at a rate that's significantly slower you're going to develop significantly slower and i i experienced that myself i came to siege came to pc I spent like three to six months playing that game and developed basically nothing. I was like a silver player and I think I might have gotten the like low gold. Like I was genuinely struggling. No mm-hmm. offense to the golds out there. Uh, but 
And I went to Overwatch because my friends were like, yo, guys, come play this. I was like, guys, I don't play Overwatch. I don't like that game. Like, I never actually played it. I just saw, like, the cringe stuff on social media about it. And I went from a silver up to, like, a platinum. Like, I jumped a significant chunk in, like, three months just learning. Wow. Like, okay, slow my aim down. Speed it up. How do I use a hit scan? How do I use, you know, how do I track with projectiles? How do I maintain target with the tanks? How do I, you know, execute with efficiency on the DPS if I'm hitting a flank or something like that? And just constantly for minutes on end, hours on end, just developing, developing, developing versus Siege where it was, all right, two minutes of downtime, half second fight. Two minutes mm-hmm. of downtime, half second fight. And just doing like nothing and not even, not even working on my tracking, not even working on, you know, how can I... Like like in Halo, you have like people jumping over you. You have to know how to like flick your aim up and track them on their way down, stop your aim at the right point. That is not something you'll ever do on Siege other than maybe if someone jumps over a balcony and that's one out of every 500 people you're going to fight. You know, there's just so many things you don't do mm-hmm. in that. So whenever someone's like, yeah, what games do you recommend? I'm like, stay away from the battle royales, stay away from yeah. slow-paced games. You want to be fighting sense. as many people for as long as possible all the time. And you will you will develop so much significantly faster. That 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 makes total sense. That does make sense. Because um it, it does take does take time to to adjust. On Rainbow, you got that that millisecond. And if there's if you're in a one V two situation, forget you're not going to be focusing so much. Mm-hmm. You're going to try yeah. to focus on surviving and and how to get out of that situation. So yeah. So now what what are your 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 plans now on Halo? I mean, I know Halo's struggling a little bit. I mean, the, it's, the viewership is not up there like anymore. I know it's uh it, it it's going through a little bit of a uh, turmoil if you say if you may it's like it's going it has its ups and downs but i'm i'm still hearing a lot of people complaining about it they're not happy with it are you still gonna be 100 percent streaming it and and are you thinking about also streaming other games so for me i've always as a creator i've never been a fan of variety streaming i've always liked to be hyper involved in one community with one set of uh, not one set of opinions, but like one community worth of opinions mm-hmm. and just prioritizing one thing being known as like a specific Halo streamer, not just a generic streamer. Uh, and it, it served me very, very well up until this point. Uh, so I don't think I'll ever probably stream other games, even if I'd like to. Uh, I also have very, very strongly set boundaries. I have games I play on stream that I do not play off stream and I have games I play off stream that I do not play on stream. And that sort of avoids the uh, the gray area, sort of blurred lines that trouble a lot of creators. You'll see a lot of people creatively. They're just like, man, I can't, I can't play games for fun anymore. Or like the problem is like, say, like me as a Halo streamer, you'll have these streamers that play Halo offline. Like, man, I can't play Halo offline. It's not fun anymore. Uh, how you avoid a lot of those problems is just by setting those boundaries. You have your fun games and you have your your work games, quote unquote, work. You know, you have your stream games, uh, right. and by separating them, you'll you'll have a much better mindset. So, again, mainly just Halo. Not really. I don't really want to w- ruin my off-stream games by streaming them. 
but in terms of like my journey on Halo and where I'm going to go with that, um, they've talked already about something new coming. You know, anyone that has critical thinking skills, you know, can put together that it's a new game. Uh, it's clear by the change of pacing in like wordage and verbiage by developers that Infinite is in what's called sustain. So there's like a core dedicated team. They're going to keep making content for it. Um, all sort of like the principal engineers and people who are like leading charges on dev teams are probably working on the new game. So my my sort of my goal right now is just to maintain uh, like a slow core growth, connect with the dedicated fans we have now, and just be ready for when the next game comes out you know, next year, two years from now, four or five years from now, whenever that is, uh, and just be ready for that by continuing to uh, maintain and polish, maybe even improve the skills I have now, experiment with different hardware, that kind of thing, you know, grow my socials, grow my channel, just keep working until, you know, it's it's game day, whenever that may be on the next one. Yeah, I know you will put out good feedback, whatever, whatever uh, comes out, if it's something new, I hope they listen to you. Um, if you, uh, if they allow you to do some alpha testings, you know, and stuff like that. And, and I'm sure they'll take your, your word by heart because you, you know, this game in and out very much. I mean, that's all, that's all you, you do. You, you play Halo and, and you're really good at it. So I hope, uh, they put you in the midst of the bunch that, that test a game out or you know, whatever thing they have to test, they should uh, have you involved because, I mean, you're 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 very well knowledge knowledgeable of the game. Yeah, we'll have to see, and I mean that that's kind of part of why, like, I only do Halo is, you know, being hyper specialized has those benefits. You know, if I was streaming five, six different games, that's not something I'd probably be able to do. Is to to genuinely break down the engine and comments from developers and what they probably mean past like technical or, you know, corporate jargon and, and all those little things that like only come with being creator specialized in one game yeah. versus being surface level with like four or five games. Yeah. It, 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 it creates an imbalance because a lot of, a lot of guys that I see that stream and let's say for an example, they get like a hundred, 200 viewers, 300 viewers, 500 viewers, or whatever they get. And as soon as they switch games, you see that viewership drop down to like 20. Mm-hmm. And you're like, whoa, what happened to everybody here? Oh, they decided to play, you know, they're playing uh, this other game. And whatever game it is, it could be a popular game. It could be like Overwatch or something. And then you just see them with 20, 15 viewers. And as soon as they go back onto the original game they're known for, all those viewership rise up again. Yeah, that's, get that's, the... that's pretty standard, I'd say. And that's part yeah. why that's probably why I sort of stay just on Halo is I've always had this mentality of like people will watch you because they like you, mm-hmm. they like the game you play, and they like how you're playing it. And, and if like... you change that game. If like if 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 I I don't know, say Ubernick's playing Halo and I'm like this is cool get to watch him hang out you know laugh with chat and then say he decides to randomly stream a different game 
that I've never heard of, probably not going to watch it because I like him and I like Halo. And right. one of those one of those check boxes just got like unchecked. So what viewers will often do is they're like, okay, well, there's also like like most streamer most most viewers don't have like one person they watch. Mm-hmm. Most people have like two to three, maybe up to ten. It all depends on you know how involved in Twitch they are. They're likely just going to go watch one of their other people they also like to watch who was checking all those boxes currently. You know that person, he or she, great person. They like that person. They're also playing Halo, and they're playing it in a in a fashion they like. Either you know they're a ranked viewer and they like to watch ranked or socially whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. You know, so it, it's pretty it's pretty common for your viewership to to fluctuate like that. And there's sort yeah. of the counter argument of like, well, you just haven't developed the community for that yet, like on whatever other game you're streaming. But I mean, realistically, like trying to build a two at once kind of that is extremely challenging and probably won't go the way most people hope. So that's why I basically for two years straight only streamed Halo. Yeah. Do you remember that time I got you to hook, I hooked you up uh, to play with summit. Yeah, dude, that, that was, that was crazy because I think like a week later he stopped playing Halo altogether. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. He stopped playing it all together. And there were some people that were were waiting to play with him. And I <laughs> said, well, you lost your chance. I texted you. I DM'd you. I said, you want to play? He's down. Yeah, oh. that, was a, that was a cool moment that I was actually excited for just for like the experience. Like, I know a lot of people would be like, oh, you know, I'm going to have thousands of people watching me. But it's like, I just wanted to play video games and see how he sort of thinks about it having you know he he's already there he's made it he's done he's just playing yeah. games for fun like i want to i want to play with someone like that and see how they're like interpreting halo and all that i had my phone like pressed against my stomach against the desk i was just waiting to hear like anything i think i got like an xbox message on my screen or something like that but <laughs> but yeah like it you know you take that opportunity and it's really unfortunate that apparently some people were were not really looking forward to it well, or at least, you know, not taking it seriously. I think they didn't take it serious. I, I'm, I, well, remember one thing. I don't recommend everybody. That's me. And if I'm gonna have somebody like that play with one of my friends, I want to make sure the friends that I'm gonna recommend are gonna be good. Um, and also, they're not toxic. You know, you know what I mean. If I'm mm. gonna have somebody to play with, with. With a family member, I got to make sure this person is cool. That's an example. So when I told him, hey, listen, I could get you somebody. And then he looked me up. He found out, you know, he went and searched me up real quick. He was on stream. He goes, oh, okay, you're you're this moderator guy, you know, this and that. And that was before I got picked up by Wildcard. And then um, he said, uh Sure. Who do you know? I said, well, I know quite a few people. Tell me. I mean, you name it. I could try to get Renegade. I could get, you know, Persecute. I could get, you know, some uh, Renegade couldn't because he wasn't, he was AFK. Uh, Purse had some, some uh, situation he was trying to deal with. Uh, He couldn't make it. So he was playing with Eli X. Really good guy. I, I know Eli. And then, um, and I kept on looking through and I asked some other people. Some people were just like, oh, hold on. I'll let you know in a minute. I'm like, are you sure? 
You want to hold crazy. off? Uh, you want to wait? What are you doing? Oh, I'm just playing here. Some, you know, I say, are you solo queuing? Yes. And I'm like, okay, get off that and come over here. And I don't, I don't know if they like, probably like, yeah, right. Sure. I kind of highly doubt it. He's playing, you know, and I said, take a look for yourself. So I said, no, you know what? Let me, let me find who else. And I go accelerate. And then you're like, sure. No problem. And I'm kind of glad you, you waited. Cause I know you had to wait quite some time for him to then call you in. I, I mean, I fell asleep waiting. I said, I'm, you know, I'm going <laughs> to, I'm like, what's up with this guy? And then I saw in his, in his chat, people like, yeah, accelerate. Yeah. He's good. Yeah. 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 And then, then finally, you know, the next day or you were still playing or something, you went on a, like almost a 24 hour stream. And then, uh, you messaged me, Oh bro, I got to, I got to play with him. I was like, what? Yeah, so it was I had a really a, cool experience. Yeah. Yeah. That was amazing. And you did phenomenal. You did good. You were, uh, basically helping him out, carrying him out. I know, remember so. when we first started playing that night. Um, I think Summit like picked up the the sniper. I think we were playing Pit. I think he put this clip like all over social media too. He like hit like a triple jumping off a snipe. And I remember I forget who he was playing with. I think it was Poland. Oh Poland, and, uh, yeah. Yeah. He goes, That's why we give Summit snipe. I was like, Okay, I don't know, I just got here, man. Like I'm <laughs> still trying to figure out who everyone is, but like noted. And then by the end of the night, all the like crazy snipe side hit stuff. I remember hearing Semika like, maybe we should give this guy the snipe. I think we were on like, we were on the remake of uh, Plaza, I think. And I, I hit like jumped off and hit this like triple no scope or something like that. Some, some ridiculous. And he goes, he, he's, I, I heard him like sort of like mutter. So I was like, maybe, maybe we should give this guy snipe. <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah. I was like, no, nah, dude, it's yours. That's why we give you snipe, dude. It was just, yeah. it was just like a funny little moment. Yeah. Of like how it, how it, how the energy changes and then you went on, but yeah, that was a that was an awesome experience. And like, I don't know, maybe maybe people like didn't know who he was or something. But for me, like getting into streaming, you hear about you know Ninja, Tifu, Sonji, Doctor Disrespect. Like he's one of those yeah all time greats. It's like why would you not? You know, Correct. if someone was like, oh, if you want to like do a round of golf or Tiger Woods, most people are like, oh yeah, like oh, that was yeah. one of those like no brainers where you're like, why would you not want to play? With why would you not even like one of the OGs? Correct. Re really, really nice guy, and and then uh, I was happy that you know he listened to me and he said, sure, I'll, I'll bring him in. I said, don't worry, he's trustworthy, non toxic. You won't have a problem because, you know, they they're very, very iffy in who they bring on to play with them. Understandably, Be yeah. because remember, they're they're live streaming and anything you say could probably jeopardize his channel. Uh, you got Twitch on their backs, uh, just listening and watching. Some people are very toxic and just waiting for you to say something to immediately report you to get you in trouble. You know, so. He, he, I can understand why him and, and a lot of others that are very famous and popular are kind of really, uh, stingy about whoever they bring on. So, you know, he felt confidence with my word and he said, yes. And then he brought you on and, and I'm happy you guys had a good time. 
and had a blast. So I, I, I saw the whole entire thing cause it, it was recorded and I was like, man, that's, that's, that's freaking awesome. That was yeah, crazy. It was, it was definitely something I won't forget just yeah. out of like how cool that was, you know, like again, like if I played a round of golf with Tiger Woods, dude, I'd be, I'd be yapping about that until the day I'm gone. You know, <laughs> yeah. or if I, if I was, if I was, you know, throwing buckets with Michael Jordan, you'd be like, Oh dude, this is so, I don't, I'm, I love that I'm comparing him to like Michael Jordan, Tiger Woods, you know what I mean? But he's like one of the Twitch OGs. It's like, dude, yeah, I got to play Halo you. with Summon One G. This guy's got tens of millions of followers across social. Oh, like, this yeah. guy's this guy's one of the guys. Like, he's an OG. He's 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 yeah. Uh, yeah he's he's a, he's one of the top. That's crazy that people are like, oh yeah, I'll, I'll get there. I'm solo queuing. Like, I was yeah. They didn't even they didn't <laughs> even. I I was like, are you you know who I I am? You know what I'm telling you? Yeah, I was. I popped into your stream. I think because I think I think. It started, you were telling me like, oh, did you want to play or something like that? And I popped in your stream and I was like, hey, what's up? If you want a game sometime, let me know. And he was on stream. He saw it. He was like, yeah, dude, we'll get some games. And I was like, cool. I'm assuming I'm just like on standby if they want to play. You know, if it, I, I remember at the time I was, I was talking to you, I was like, if it happens, that's dope. I'm definitely gonna play. If not, no worries. Like, you know, I'm down for the experience. And I was just playing BTV, doing my thing. And I knew right away when he was ready. Cause when you have, you know, <laughs> 16 to 20,000 people watching you like chat chat's pretty self-motivated to make stuff happen oh yeah the second he was ready i was i was playing i was i remember exactly where i was on a match of high power playing btb and like five first time chatters come in like someone wants to play someone wants to play dude someone's waiting immediately get hit with like six invites on my game bar like i knew the second he was ready and immediately i just i was like good luck guys i left the game there's like nine of my teammates playing together like they yeah. were fine. Social yeah. playlist didn't really matter if they weren't last anyway. So I dipped out, immediately joined, joined the Discord, and we just started balling. And it was great. It was an awesome experience. That's that's phenomenal. That's phenomenal. Now he's uh, he's really into. He was playing GTA, and then all of a sudden, now he's uh, playing uh, Escape from Turkov. So he's into that now. He's just he's all over the place. But he's the type of guy, um, type of streamer that whatever whatever game he plays, he's booming. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's very rare that his uh, he doesn't lose much of his audience. That's, it's really very rare, to be honest. And I see the consistency of him always getting his eighteen to twenty thousand viewers all the time when he's when he's when he's on. No matter what game he plays, yeah, now, I think that, a, that kind of blew him up a bit, a bit back, didn't it? Because I think I think if I I might be misremembering this because I'm not like super involved in the someone G lore, but d- during I think it was during Fortnite, he didn't like the game, right? And he went like viral on social media one day for basically just going, guys, no. I, you know what? Because every other stream on the planet was like, let's stream Fortnite. The category had hundreds of thousands of viewers. It was a no-brainer as a creator to, to go play that. And he was like, guys, I don't want to. You know what I want to do? I want to do Sea of Thieves. And he started streaming that. And people were like, he, like he kind of went like mini viral because people were like, you know, that's, you know, respect, dude. Like you're yeah. not, you're not just like soaking yourself in the category. You don't want to play for numbers. You're, you're playing what you want to play. Exactly. And he sort of, you're having he, fun. 
yeah, he developed like a really large core audience of people who respected him for that. Yeah. He wasn't a follower. He's yeah. more like the leader, you know, this is what I want to do. I'm going to enjoy it. And the good thing about that is that, that he, um, the, the good thing about that is because that avoids from getting burnout. A lot of these, these, uh, players top players like let's for example ninja he he played and all of a sudden he's like i don't want to play no more and he stopped playing and everybody thought he 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 stepped away from uh from fortnite and decided to never play the game again it was that it was a, a point that he just like i, I need a break and that's what happens when you start playing uh, to a point that you just like you're not enjoying it anymore, and you need and you need a break. So I do admire that about him that he just decides to play what he what he likes to play. He was gonna play okay. I'm gonna play CFDs. I'm gonna play this game. I'm play because he's that's what he likes to do. And and on top of that, he's having fun while he's doing it. So. You know, I tip my hat off to him because that's 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 uh that's the way to do it. The the worst thing you could do is get burnt out and, and the way you're doing it, you stream the your content, but then you play different games while you're offline. And that right there and it creates a balance because you're still enjoying gaming, you're doing what you gotta do, but when the content creation comes, it's like a job, you know, you're gonna go ahead and dedicate and focus into Halo. This is what people like. They see you playing Halo. They love it. And then off stream, you just go ahead and play all your other games and, and you, and you have fun in it. And then you don't, you don't get yourself burnt out. Um, a lot, some folks don't do that. Some folks just go ahead and immediately just play one game. They stream it and then turn off their computer and they're done. So that's, that right there is like a big no, no, don't do that. Just, Enjoy other games as well. Have mm -hmm. fun with other games. I mean, I do that. I, I play my flight simulator or I play, um, you know, my rainbow or I play once in a while. I go ahead and I, yeah, I play a little bit of Halo. Now I'm into, um, I don't know if you don't know, if you, I don't know if you played the, the finals. A bunch of my friends have been getting me or trying to get me to play that, yeah. Oh my gosh. I I'm gonna be honest with you, actually. I think you will do phenomenal in that game. That's what everybody's been telling me, yeah. The one thing that's been actually catching my interest is I heard, I don't know if this is true, uh, that apparently that game was made by like a split off subdivision of the old dice that made like Battlefield Four, like some of those older Battlefield games. Mm -hmm. And like I've loved their product specifically, Stars Battlefront Two, Battlefield Four, that kind of thing. Like Mm -hmm. I was like, well, if the game is anything like those games, which were some of my favorite games of all time, like I would probably love it in terms of, you know, balance, visual fidelity, gameplay, that kind of thing. So it's it's a mixture. How can I say it's like a mixture of Apex, a little bit of like COD, a little bit of overwatch when it comes to healing um there's you just gotta see it you gotta try it for yourself the good thing is that it's free 
You don't spend no money on it. It is free. Obviously, they're doing the same Fortnite tactic in other games is that if you want to buy skins, you know, that's where they're going to make their money. Mm-hmm. So because they're giving the game for free. But, you know, if you want to upgrade certain skin, weapon skins and all this stuff, you just got to pay for it, which is fine. You know, you just use a default. But it is it is really fun to to be honest with you, it is really fun. You should you should uh, listen to your friends and try it out. I know you yeah. may have seen it, and and you, but once you play it, it's uh, is a, it's it's really would would change your mind. You you will you will see it. I mean, what's the worst that you don't like it? Just just uninstall it, it <laughs> and yeah. you don't have that guiltiness of like, man, I spent fifty bucks on this game, or seventy sixty nine ninety nine, whatever. You know, you you know, no, you don't spend nothing, so it's free. A lot of a lot of guys are 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 playing that game now. They're just having some fun with it. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, I say like five different people. So uh, like Carson and Code DNC, some personal friends I play with offline that aren't really in creation. A lot of people have been like, "Dude, come play this with me." I'm like, "No, dude. Like, I gotta go to the gym, or I gotta do this, <laughs> gotta do that. Like, there's always something I'm working on. Like, I just can't." get myself there yet i have halo and i have siege and i'm not really branching out too much right now uh one of these days i'll uh i could try set up a day that uh, you could play with one pro see yeah, that'd to, be awesome yeah to, uh, <laughs> see how you would like that here i'm gonna hook you up play with a pro player <laughs> or have them come on and play with you and and have some fun and you know and and you can make it, you know, you can stream it and, and, uh, and have that happen. Right, let me coordinate. Let me see. I could talk to a couple of my buddies. I, I, I have quite a few people out there that I'm, I'm sure they would, uh, you know, make that come true. So you could have that, uh, privilege of saying, Hey, I got to play with Summit on Halo. I got to play with a, a Rainbow Six Pro player, you know. Yeah, it'd be dope, dude. Absolutely. It was it's a big difference. Let me tell you, it's a very big, big difference. I had uh one of my pro friends play with um that professional skateboarder I'll tell you that plays Rainbow. And all you hear all the time, you know, oh my gosh, you're the goat. You're the goat, <laughs> you're the freaking goat. You know, it's like, Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> I'm okay. I'm like, oh my god, how do you clutch that? You beat everybody. They're, they're, the way these pro players play is so different. They have a different mindset. They see things very differently. So it's it's really crazy how they play versus me, a casual player. Uh, they do everything totally different. And I always say that Rainbow is like a game of chess. You got to figure out what the other person is trying to do, what they're thinking, and then you got to counter that and try to beat them to it. You know, it's it's really, really crazy how, how, how Rainbow is versus like in Halo, it's more like where they're going to spawn. Yeah, the, the, the control of the map, control of the power weapons. Yeah, Siege is very like... Siege is a bit of more of a ground war. Halo Halo has that aspects to it about like controlling certain spawns and forcing them over here, but mm-hmm. Siege is just about like 
If we gain an inch here, I gain this angle here. I can push up, hold this. Now you can move up. We saw about just inching forward, not getting yeah. picked. Or as a defender, just like holding them back, denying that, maybe gaining background. It's literally just a push for the bomb. It's a giant tug of war. It's really neat. It's it's really yeah. I uh, I remember clutching, clutching around. It was a, I was in a one v two situation. I was by myself. All my teammates died. So I I remember I was on on. Um, I think it was border or what was it? I think it was border. I forgot. So I, I was on the, on the second floor and I said, okay, there are these two guys are coming up to, to get me. I don't know where they're at. So let me, let me jump downstairs and trick them. I heard them going up and while they were making noise, I quickly dropped down downstairs, went behind them up their stairs, and killed them both and won the round. Dude, this one thing Halo doesn't have that <clears throat> is like so neat is audio based like skill gaps mm -hmm. to where you like to have the the real time in moment decision making to be like that's audio cover I can push. Correct. Like you just don't have that in Halo. That's always something where I'm like, man, this game will never quite be as competitive as certain other titles on the market because you just don't, you don't have those those kind of like skills. It's all about the aim and the positioning and what you can control. There's no kind of like really smart split second like moments you have like that where you know, oh, there's a ram going off in the room beside me. I can probably swing this guy. I get the jump on him. He can't hear me, or like I can get a plan off. There's like some, there's a candela going off. It's going to cover the sound of the keyboard. Little moments like that where you just don't have any kind of audio based sort of skill floors or ceilings like you do in Siege. Yeah. I, w I wish they, well, because Siege is very tactical, very, very, uh, very tactical base. You got to, you got to figure it out. You just can't run and shoot in there because one bullet will kill you. Um, if they headshot you versus Halo, you got to keep on shooting at that person, destroy their shield, and then, you know, then kill them. Yeah. So it's it's kind of, kind of, kind of hard that way. It's not, not as easy for me. When I, when I went from siege to Halo, I kind of found Halo a little bit easier and I was like, okay, this is a little bit easier. I don't die on the first bullet now. <laughs> I don't die that quick on just a couple of headshots. So it's unless you get use a sniper on, on Halo, that's a different story. You head snipe somebody and they're dead. Yeah, that's but, one of those things. That's that's probably part of the reason why mouse and keyboard is so hard is there is no like mechanical skill gap until the shields are down. Yeah. But controller and mouse keyboard function the same way. There's no like there's no, yeah. oh, the controller got to me, but he's aiming at my chest, but I'm aiming at his head, so I win the fight. That doesn't happen until, like, the end of the fight. Correct. That's why it's so hard to gain upper hands, because, like, in Siege, mouse and keyboard just lays waste. Because you can flick, immediately get on the head, get the kill, controller takes some time to get there, it's hard to line up, your micro aim's not as precise. So, like, mouse keyboard just plows ahead, but it's like, on controller, in Halo, you get more rewarded because your ability to stay on target, which is what you're... What what the primary skill is for a ninety percent of the gunfight? Like that's 
rewarded and it's easier because of because of aim assist you just don't get those little moments where mouse and keyboard can like flick 180 headshot immediately turn around and do it again and pull off like a double triple kill like you see in siege where someone's like a mirror and just like pivoting mag dumping a vector like you don't get moments like that in halo it's very slow and you don't get those micro aim rewards correct correct yeah that um <laughs> that's true now question what what keyboard do you use what what's the brand what's the keyboard and mouse you use um i've kind of been exploring some other options right now just because i know a lot of the industry is really pulled ahead but i've been using ducky keyboards for probably like ever i had a ducky one too many uh mm-hmm. i think i broke that one by accident bought another one i got a ducky one too many mecca which was like the same thing but with like a steel base to it i have a ducky one three mini it's their newer one that's pretty much all i've been using is duckies oh really yeah ducky ducky a lot of people don't know about because they always hear logitech and all this stuff yeah they're not like huge on the promos and and yeah, yeah. harder to get like that you can't even buy them off their website you have to go to like retailer websites yeah know? a lot of folks think uh, oh no logitech or the microsoft or this brand i'm just like listen the razors to the, the wootings yeah yeah wooting that's another one it's a wooting, really good one that's, that's, that's a, a very a lot of people have been like do try wooting try they got the hall yeah. effect try wooting like i'll take a look at it yeah wooding is a lot of siege pro players use wooding in, in Siege, because uh, I, I don't have anyone to ask, can you, so I know Wooting has like the analog keys to where you can like kind of like half push them to go like half speed. Does that work in Siege? See, I, I don't know. I got to ask, I have to ask one of my uh, my buddies. Because that, that was originally Wooting's like claim to fame was they were taking digital movement, which is WASD, or like, you know, diagonal if you hold two of the keys, and mm-hmm. they were changing that to where if you push the key like a quarter of the way down, it would actuate and you would actually go like a quarter of the speed. So there were certain games where that was like really enticing because movement's a little more clunky. It's a little less precise on mouse and keyboard. But like, I don't um, think that works. I, I, I've been told that does not work in Halo, but I'm like, I wonder if that works in Siege. And you can just kind of like, maybe your angle's like a little too wide, just kind of like skirt one pixel to the right. Like that's kind of hard to do. You got to kind of like shuffle it or like walk up against the wall to get like a really slow move. Like, I wonder if that works. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I would have to ask one of my buddies um, or one of my friends I will introduce you to. And, um, and you could probably ask him the question because a lot, a lot of these guys, they use either ducky or they'll use wooding. Those are the the two main uh, keyboards these pro players use. They um and also comes with a mouse too. They use different types of mouse. Mouse that names that you don't don't hear. See, a lot of these these guys obviously they're in partnership or they're sponsored by certain brands. So they'll say they'll use them or they'll use them while they're streaming. But when they're going to compete in lands, they use wooding or they use uh ducky. They use the Brands that a lot of people don't don't see, you know, at your mm-hmm. local. Outside uh, the main line. Yeah, they. And once you see the prices, you'd be like, "Oh, I'm going to Walmart." Yeah. 
<laughs> I'll go to Walmart. Let me go to GameStop or let me go here. And it, it makes buy. sense in a way because those like lesser known companies that aren't quite as big as like the the mega monoliths, you know, Corsair, Logitech, Razer, that kind of mm-hmm. thing. They're you know how they push their products ahead is they adopt the newest technology or the, or the best materials, while you know the more mega sized companies will take the safer routes. So like you know you have like yeah. Razer, they finally have a magnesium mouse. It's like two years after Fine Mouse started doing magnesium, they're not even on it anymore. They're using carbon composites. Like the the larger companies take the safer routes, which is great for like the end consumers because they can just buy like a safe, well made product that has you know a ton of quality control. It's very well made. It's going to last them forever. While the pros and the higher end players, you know, where they want the best of the best, they want that competitive advantage. They're the ones buying the lesser known brands that are taking the risks and trying the pioneering technologies, trying to adopt the the newer stuff before it's, you know, seamless. And, you know, if you, sometimes you get rewarded, you know, you have like, I remember back when the Starlights came out, it was the first mouse that was like full sized, but not, you know, cut down to have like enormous holes in it. It was just the normal hexagon style cuttings. Uh, it was, well, I'm just trying to think what starts. It was like 40 grams, 45 grams, which was half of what the, the main drivers were, the G pro, the, the razor Viper ultimates, you know, the 80 gram plastic mice, mm-hmm. like the companies weren't thinking outside of plastic yet. Cause that wasn't really a safe route to go yet. They didn't know if it was going to work or if it was, you know, financially possible. And then you have all these smaller companies making carbon composites and, and different alloys and like those are the ones you want as someone who's trying to get the best of best. You want to be ahead of the other players. You want your mouse to be half the weight of all your opponents. Correct. You want to be faster. You want to have the faster pulling rate. So now what mouse do you use? Uh, I've been using final mouse for quite a couple of years now. Right now I'm on their new ULX, the ultralight X. So it's a carbon composite. It's a full size mm-hmm. mouse, uh, ambidextrous, well, it's shaped ambidextrous. It's it's built for right-handed. It's got the the side buttons on the left thumb. Okay. Um, it's thirty like it? eight grams, I think. Yeah, it's extremely light. Well, for me and my aim and or, or my sense, and this is also why I kind of struggle to be like high end on siege. Uh-huh. I play a very very low sense. It's about seventy centimeters per three sixty, which is like very very low compared to most people. It's like half the speed, if not a quarter. Or, I'd say like, yeah, it's, it's incredibly slow compared to most players that kind of, that kind of punishes me up at the high end. I can't like flick to people and and beam them, Mm. Uh, but I have to physically swing my arm. It takes me over two feet of desk space to do a 360. So for me, you know, having that extremely light mouse allows me to stop it and start it with, you know, half of the effort as some of these heavier mice. So Final Mouse, you know, they're the ones who have, it it depends on the year. Sometimes they're like the pioneering brand, sometimes they're not, but they're always kind of ahead of the curve of the the mega corporations. As I was talking about earlier, I've been loving their products for for years now. Are you going to be sponsoring them or? I don't know. I do help them test some firmware. Okay. Like I've done that. Uh, previously I've helped them test like release firmware and see if it's good. Uh, but I think they're more, it, 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 at least from the outside looking in, it seems like their company is more 
they look for like people who are peripheral reviewers and like aim labs champions mm. i don't think they're really looking for maybe 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 like valorant or a couple like main huge games they might come you know they did like a they did like a 10z mouse with uh for valorant it but, doesn't hurt to ask them you never yeah, know you, ne- you never know but yeah I, you say, I listen just... I'll, i will put that logo on my stream <laughs> i'll put that logo on the bottom of my screen and uh you know, and if the people purchase, make a discount code under my name, and then let's go at it. Let's go for it. Yeah, you know, save ten percent, save five percent off uh, using uh, accelerate code. Hey, <laughs> final mouse, get 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 based. <laughs> Yeah, they drop their products in like a drop based fashion. Mm-hmm. Like they don't just you. It's not like Logitech where you can just like go on their website and buy any mouse at any point they drop them like every couple months in batches yeah and they sell out like within the first yeah. day sometimes yeah, sell it's, out real quick. previously it's been like within minutes so like not really sure how that even functioned like hey guys we got a drop coming up a month from now like be ready you know but who knows i would obviously well, never say no i'll say that yeah there's a there's another um i'm gonna try to find it here Another uh, contender that's out there that's uh, doing really good is the um, uh, the Mercury M1 by uh, Grabastar. I think I've heard of that one. Yeah, yeah, they're they're uh, they're getting up there. They're trying to make you know make the competition with <laughs> Final Mouse. Keep an eye open on that 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 uh, that mouse, you know. But if you're if you're working with Final Mouse, that's a good thing. I mean, I, I hope they work a deal with you and you uh, be part of that uh, that team, and you could uh, be sponsoring them because that that'll be that'll be phenomenal. Because I know a lot, almost every day when you're streaming, people ask, "What are you using?" And they're like, wow, look how good. Look how, wow, he plays amazing. What mouse do you use? What keyboard do you use? Yeah, and they're like, okay, yeah. I will need to get that. They think, <laughs> this, 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 it's a mind thing. It's, they think, well, if I get the same mouse, same keyboard, I'm going to play just like Accelerate. You know, you, you need to put a lot of years into it. Just because I buy the same clubs as Tiger Woods doesn't mean I'm going to winning majors like the way he did. Or... Yeah, it's hard to it's hard to recommend a lot of my peripherals too because they're just costly. You know, these these mice are like two hundred dollars. You know, a lot of people they're like real casual players who are like, yo, what mouse to use? Like, I need to get. I'm like, it's a final mouse. They're hard to get. They're two hundred dollars new, like four hundred dollars from resellers, and like, ooh, like no, nah, I'm then I'm you, good. You can tell when they're like, ooh, that's that's rough. You know, yeah. sometimes a lot of times when people ask me, I'm like, dude, go get a go get one of like the new G Pro Superline X's or whatever they call it, or go get a, a Razor Viper or V two. Like there's plenty of great Good mice amount. that are at yeah. much lower price for most people. It's hard to be an enthusiast and like recommend enthusiast great products mm-hmm. to like not enthusiasts. Yeah, well a lot of times people would uh eventually will save the money and get the same one you have because they admire you. They're like, oh, God, that's expensive. And they're like, okay, how much do I got to work? 
What do I got to do? Okay, I got to save up money. Okay, I'm going to buy it in six months. And they'll, they'll save it because you inspire them. They, they see how you play and how good you are. So they're like, and you got those people that they're, they're, they're like fanatics, you know, they'll, they'll just like, he's using that. He's using this. I want to use the same exact thing. Okay. I see that myself. I, I remember I used to watch Tifu years ago on Fortnite when he would, he would, he would like solo queue squads. So he'd be like one before in these groups and just like demolish them. And I was like, I wonder what mouse pad he's using. And it was like the Razor Goliathus V2 or something like that. And it was all like $40. And so I was like, oh, I'm going to try this. Like, why not? Clearly, clearly it's working. You know, he's got 40,000 people watching him do this. Like, clearly it's good. <laughs> and I, I went on and I, and I bought it. And it, I ended up moving on from it because, you know, there's much better pads available nowadays. But, mm-hmm. you know, the, you know I, having been a, a like a Twitch watcher and consumer before I was a creator, I definitely understand the sentiment of like, this guy's crazy let's go see what he's using and how it compares to mine. You know, is this something I want to get? Like I've definitely been there myself. Wow. Yeah. Tifu. Phenomenal. Phenomenal player. He's real good. In my opinion, I think he was better than Ninja. Oh, definitely. He's he's way, way better. Ninja's just built more of a popularity and brand, Mm -hmm. you know? Oh yeah. Very famous. It's like right now in, in the rainbow community, we got, uh, Jinxie. And yeah, yeah, he's a console player, and I I know you already know him, but dude, it, yeah, that's so fascinating. Yeah, he's made a big big impact now. <laughs> yeah, dude's like like six digits playing. Yeah, it's, again, it's so he's, fascinating. He's just like this console guy doing that stuff. That's incredible. I know he's young, and 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 he and is is. His content is is funny and it's crazy, but what one of the things that I like about his focus and what he does is that he doesn't care if you're a pro. He he could he could care less. He will always play with his buddies that he's been playing for years and years and years and years. He'll play with random people, regular players. Yes, he's doing these one v ones with. Uh, with popular streamers, big, well-known streamers. Um, I think those are mainly requests and, and there's marketing involved uh, just to do those. But at the end of the day, he's having fun with his friends. That's all he does. Yeah. Just out of curiosity to like dig into his content more, I went, I think, I think the YouTube algorithm has been kind of skewing my stuff for CG a little more because I made the mistake of going on my main account and looking up this shield rework. So now like CG videos are popping up in my account after like one video. And one of them was Jinxie and he was going like quote unquote undercover in gold lobbies. And just like the general content he's making out of these like lobbies of people barely talking or like dads, like really poorly swinging corners or just like standing still waiting for people to swing him. Like he genuinely turns everything into like amazingly entertaining content. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I said to myself, even way before when I started streaming, I want to do something crazy like him, you know, like just become like a, like a character, funny character, a Jim Carrey character. Um, because that's what's going to draw attention. I just didn't have the time to invest and, 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 and do, you know, the makeup or whatever, you know, put on a wig like, like Dr. Disrespect does. <laughs> so 
I, I wanted to do that was my focus my goal in the beginning when i just you know got the pc got this but you know my wife being married is really tough so <laughs> it's like you're you're trying to stream and your and your wife comes home or whatever and hey you know they they want dedication they want time so it, it was like remotely impossible for me so i i see the way he did it and i said that's perfect he's gonna win it he's gonna do it and he what actually really boosted him up was actually was tiktok videos of him kicking the, the camera when he got upset oh, and dude, people yeah. just find it and and right now his fans are so loyal to him and that w they will go into another person that he's 1v1 let's say he's doing a 1v1 versus a pro and I mod for a lot of these pro players on Rainbow. And they'll hop over and they say, you're trash. You're a piece of junk. You're no good. I'm like, dude, do you know who you're calling trash? This is a pro player for, you know, team so-and-so. And you're calling him. Yeah. Oh, Jinx, he is better than you you're a joke you're trash and i'm like Dude, twitch is so funny it is very funny so i'll start i'll i'll like start laughing i can't believe it this guy's saying jinxie the console player is better than this pro player but i i respect the the fact that the they're so loyal to him they love him no matter what they'll see the greatness in him and they'll say that he's the best player rainbow six player in the world they're saying he's better than Chico. Shaiko is the number one player right now in the world. Worldwide, he's like the most feared. He's phenomenal. So they will say, no, he's better than him. He's better than Bolo. He's better than, you know, we're like, okay. You you truly, really love the guy. It's good. <laughs> Shout out to you, you know. You you love him. <laughs> so I, I it, it's, it's really neat how he, he changed it and how he, uh, Whenabouts of uh, helping out Siege because Siege was about to go down. I kind of like wish he'll probably like play. Uh, he does once in a blue moon play different games. Very once in a blue moon he'll play something else and he'll stream it. Um, but it would be really cool if one day he just like okay I'm gonna try out Halo. That'd be neat. Yeah, that'll be really really neat. Oh, I think it'll. It'd be uh, fun well, to see him interact with like how skewed the matchmaking can be. Like, yeah. You'll get like the dads in your lobbies going like four and 20. Like oh, that'd yeah. be fascinating to watch him play off of that. Yeah. I think that I think that would be really cool. I'm sure he would play with uh, somebody that's probably a pro player or somebody well known or probably play with you. Hey, you never know. Um, and, uh, and, and, and go about and, and trying that out. Like, the way you did with Summit, that'll, that'll be that'll be fun. So, Acceler, what's what's in the plans for the future? This this is uh, just Halo content, or is there anything new you having uh, for your for your content? Um, this year, I'm kind of focusing on covering my week ground again, like kind of preparing for the next launch and the next burst. Um, I'm really trying to get into youtube a lot more i'm already there like i'm a youtube partner i have a couple thousand uh subs but yeah, i could definitely take it farther it's like my smallest platform which statistically youtube is usually like the biggest platform for most mm -hmm. creators 
if you if you look at like Ninja, he's the king of Twitch, or you know, at least was at, at some point. Yeah, he's got now like is, now is sixteen jinxy. million followers <laughs> or something. But if you go to yeah. his YouTube, he's got like twenty million. And that's that's true for most creators is their YouTube, even if that's not the main platform, is usually much larger. So for me, my YouTube being like a third of the size of my other platforms, that's kind of the big one for me. Like there's my opportunity for growth. Um so that's kind of like getting different videos idea. My stuff's always been catered to performance and kind of doing the tests and doing the, and, you know, figuring things out about the game and how to run it that the creators aren't really going for, like maybe a couple are. Uh, but other than that, just really kind of maintaining sustained core growth until the next game. Yeah. Nothing much like the game itself. Nothing much is really. Yeah. Changing you're just my department. On, yeah. I'm on already doing standby. pretty well. Like, on all fronts other than maybe the YouTube, but even then, like it's doing pretty decently. Like I don't really see the need to do any kind of drastic changes. And when you're streaming, this is what I like your stream a lot is that you do get a lot of viewers. You get a lot of people that are watching you, but you have time to chat and you have time to respond. It feels more like you're hanging out with a, with a group of friends. Everybody is fun your your chat is not toxic and i truly love it when i go in i you usually stream at night so a lot of times i'm working at night but i always be like lurking or i'm listening i also mod for you as well so i'm watching out for any potential because i i do the same type of things that i do with my um or the the org that i'm with uh if you're i just watch over over you in case uh anything is said or going on that could uh interfere with uh with twitch policy i'll give you the heads up if i tell you i send you a dm you gotta watch this you know read this real quick and um you know be careful with this or be careful with this person be careful with that you know and uh it's to more to protect the player the content the, the creator and from getting falling into any anything within the with a twitch yeah no uh, i i definitely appreciate it yeah. for sure i know um there was one person i told this a lot uh, on my episodes uh, before there was one person i said listen i'll i'll mod for you and he's like yeah i'm okay i got enough mods i go really and it's like yeah cuz i noticed his, his his mods weren't really they were just like to just either mute people ban people they just feel that 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 upper power you know oh i'm yeah. this guy okay fine like the, for, yeah yeah they, they feel like uh like they're entitled they're the big they're the boss now they're the manager or supervisor so what happened was he he, he said a joke and that joke went uh a little bit it part of the joke wasn't a bad joke but he said it on twitch somebody had to report it and guess what they pull off his charm off the game yeah and uh it went really bad it didn't go good and uh, i was gonna message him i was like what well, told you so <laughs> you should have told me you know i would have told you salt in the wound, but yeah, you could yeah, yeah but i didn't do that so i just kept it you know just quiet you know so i i kind of wish if would have i would have mod for him i would have told him uh, if this is the day you're gonna be saying jokes tell me the jokes offhand and then i'll tell you hey this is gonna be it's going to be okay or if it's not going to be okay. So he didn't, you know, so 
but none of his none of his people watched him. So it's unfortunate, you know. He's a nice guy, you know, but still got to be very very careful and your mods had to really but a lot of these mods they don't know this stuff they don't know this information they don't they don't go into the twitch policy rules and regulation and start reading and reading and reading and trying to learn all the stuff you know so it's a it's a they don't do that so yeah that's it's it's, it's crazy so i kind of like that's one of the things i like about your your channel your chat you have a really good chat uh, I always say the chat is basically a reflection of the streamer. Yeah. No, it I've, I've been very vocal about that before. Like if you're a negative streamer, you're going to harbor the negative people. Negative and people. And if you're a very positive streamer, you're going to harbor the positive people. That is like 100%. Yeah. It's always been a big blessing of mine. It's like my streams are usually very, very chill and it doesn't really attract those kind of people. Like, yeah. and, and the mods will say, they're like, dude, I barely have to do anything here. Cause like just people don't come in and act up. Cause they could, you know, most people who can think, you know, you, you can usually read rooms and when you walk into a chat, it's very calm. It's very quiet. You know, like yeah. if you're super energetic and, and nuts and crazy and pushing boundaries, like it's not going to kind of fit in. Yeah. A lot of people know like, yeah, this isn't really a place for me. Oh yeah. And you got the ones that are really cool, very chill. Like yourself and 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 the chat is basically the same. I remember you gave me the first the first time you gave me the mod. I had I don't know what the heck it my phone went crazy. I think there was an app or something that was conflicting and it was banning. Well, it's like what the heck is when when I looked at my phone. I, think I, was I like, remember that. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, oh my god, the I first. I like looked over in my chat day. and like shield mode was turned off and then on and then off like six times. <laughs> The yeah. chat was gone. Half of the people were muted. I was like, what just happened? <laughs> it was crazy. I don't know what the world happened. I was like, I felt so embarrassed. I felt, I was like, this never happened. And now it was the, I, it was a keyboard. There's these keyboards you could use because I tend to, I don't use the original keyboard on my cell phone. So I download oh, yeah, like third party. Yeah, yeah, I got a third party one. So I switched the the third party one that I use, and then I went to try out one. It's like an NFL one. So it was a color. It had NFLs. You could use this, you know, color backgrounds. So I went to try that one. That one kind of that's what was screwing everything up. I uninstall that sucker that same night. And I felt so bad. And you were telling me, yeah, you muted half of everybody. Is like you gave me mod the same day. I was like, oh, I feel so embarrassed. But thank God that that, that got that got resolved because I felt bad. Yeah, no, well, because I know you mod for like all the other people, so like, yeah. I trusted you pretty well. I was like, okay, it's totally an accident. Yeah, that was if it. I that was... if I'd like not known that, I'd probably be like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna. Yeah, you're we're done. We're gonna talk about this. Yeah, but yeah, you're 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 done. But probably once you buttons. saw the shield yeah. was going off and on, off and on, you know, and it's like, wait one second, is this guy playing around, or you know, you would would kind of would think that like some dude's and, butt dialing like the mod yeah, keyboard. Yeah, something is going on, but no, nah, it was it was just going wacky. So I highly recommend people don't don't be very careful with third party software you download on your phones. 
<laughs> it could uh, interfere with other other applications. So just be very careful. Yeah, I remember in the moment going like, I don't know how to stop him from doing this. So I just like immediately I just popped open. I have like a a uh, like a bookmark to attack, like to uh, get into yeah. the roles of Twitch. I merely just went in there, removed all your roles. I was like, I'm gonna DM him. I don't even know, like, because I assumed you weren't even like there, or like maybe no, I, I was. I don't like, know. A child of some kind got the phone or something. Like, I didn't. I, I yeah. assumed something was happening that shouldn't have. Like, you weren't just like pushing buttons. Yeah, I was like, I'm just gonna take it. And then when I figure out when he messages me back and we figure out what is going on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, that was I'll, it. I'll, I'll give him back the mob. I was like, yeah, okay, <laughs> what is going on? Yeah, that, that's what that's what basically happened. Uh, so I went back with the uh, with the uh, with my uh, original one that I I always use, and and I'm because I just I, it was going crazy. I I use um, <clears throat> a different brand. It's it's really neat. So so yeah. Oh, that's funny. Times to remember. Well, accelerate. Think this is the that time we uh we 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 passed some time here talking, and uh, I want to thank you so much for uh, coming on the show. is a true honor, and um, and I know it won't be the first nor the last. So uh, at this moment, I I give everybody that time uh, a minute on on the platform. Go, you're going to be on stage. So tell everybody where to find you, where the links, your pages, everywhere, YouTube channels, everything. The stage is yours. Yeah, uh, you can find me on Twitter, uh, Twitch, and YouTube. Those are my main, XLR8 uh, underscore live for Twitter. Uh, just search up Accelerate on Twitch or YouTube. Uh, my main thing in Halo is I teach, I educate, I love to talk about things and trial and error. Uh, if anybody listening hasn't tried Halo and they want to get into it, feel free to hit me up. I can help you with your settings, help you with peripherals, help you with whatever you need. Uh, I'm just here to make sure that everyone can play their best and has a fun time doing it. So, Okay. Fun, fun. Guys, remember, it's X-L-R-A-X-L-R-A-N-D-E-R-A-T-E-R-A-T-E-R-A-T-E-R-A-T-E-R-A-T-E-R-A-T-E-R-A-T-E-R-A-T-E-R-A-T-E-R-A-T-